You're watching KATV Channel 7. This is the 94 Vote. Live election coverage from Arkansas's Emmy Award-winning election team, Channel 7 News. This is Ozarks at Large. You probably know by now, if you're a regular Monday listener, that that means... Randy Dixon is going to tell us what we just heard. Randy Dixon with the Prior Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History. What did we just hear? Well, it was 27 years ago today, on November 8th, 1994, it was midterm election. Uh, Bill Clinton was in the White House. Jim Guy Tucker had replaced him uh, and was running for re-election against Sheffield Nelson. Now, there was no Senate race that year, but we had two Democrats in the Senate. Dale Bumpers and David Pryor, but of course, as they are every election, all the congressional seats right. were were open. Um, we were very much a Democratic state at the time. There there were a few Republicans that had had been placed into office, but we were still very much uh, a Democratic state, um, unlike today. I mean, com- so I think every state. As we were going into election night, every state constitutional officer was a Democrat, and almost everyone that we were sending to D.C. was a Democrat. Almost. Almost. Yeah, that's not the way it is now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was back in the day when, when we'd, we'd go, as we called it, wall-to-wall When coverage. you say we, you mean KATV. Yes. Well, all the, well, all exactly. the stations uh, did. It was very competitive. It was... Uh, it was months in the making uh, because we made an effort uh, to be live from every campaign headquarters and watch party. And that's that's we, we pulled out every piece of equipment we had, microwave, cameras, reporters, satellite trucks. And a lot of times we would borrow equipment from uh, our other stations. And I was producing our coverage that Whoa. night. And uh, probably didn't leave the control room for six hours. I imagine not. Yeah. So let's talk about the election of 94 in Arkansas. Okay. Uh, well, and, and we'll kind of go through this yeah. the, the way we would do it on the air. Um, so we would pick, pick a race, let's say the uh, attorney general's race. Mm-hmm. This was uh, incumbent Winston Bryant, who was a Democrat, uh, was uh, up against Dan Ivey. From who, Northwest Arkansas. Yes, who we had mentioned mm-hmm. uh, several weeks ago, who mm-hmm. had got into some legal trouble during right. the campaign. But uh, it was a landslide. Mr. Bryan, thanks for joining, joining us. You are obviously ecstatic about these numbers, I suppose. Very pleased, very pleased. I'll take 80-20 any time of the day, any time of the year. Now, you didn't have to get out and campaign quite as hard, but I understand you to say earlier that you weren't taking anything for granted. No, I did not take this race for granted, uh, and we've worked very hard uh, during the uh, fall season, and I had a tough primary race, so that prepared everybody for the race this fall. But I'm very pleased with the victory uh, margin that we apparently are going to get. And the real thing uh, that it does is it sends me a message that what I have been doing for the past four years, protect consumers, to protect the environment, uh, to protect the utility rate payers, to protect the seniors, our children, it, it sends me a message that that is what the people have approved, and so I'm going to continue to do that the next four years. We're listening to results from 27 years ago tonight. Yes, yes. <laughs> I remember it well. I bet you do. <laughs> All right, let's look at another race. Let's let's talk about the 
four congressional districts. So let's start off going to northeast Arkansas. That's first district, mm-hmm. and it was Blanche Lambert. Oh, wow. Who is now Blanche Lincoln. Right. Uh, this was when she was running for re-election. She had served one term in Washington, and she beat Republican Warren Dupree. We have worked hard these two years to let people know that uh, that I'm willing to work hard, that I'm going to work hard with them to make things possible for this district, and I think people know that. Um, I come home every week. My husband's here in Arkansas. I'm the first member of Congress from this district to ever live in the district and actually commute to Washington. So I think people know that, that uh, I'm willing to give the time and the effort uh, to be here to listen to them, to know what their concerns are, to live with them, uh, and to understand what, what really needs to be done to make our home a better place. All right, so Blanche Lambert, who would later become Senator Blanche Lincoln, wins the 1st District, Northeast Arkansas. That's right. Yeah. So let's go to the 2nd District. All right. Uh, that is, well, Ray Thornton was the incumbent. He's Democrat. And uh, Bill Powell who actually uh, had been a TV sports hmm. anchor at one point, uh, was the Republican, and Ray Thornton won that one, too. Ladies and gentlemen, the theme of our campaign has been Arkansas roots, Arkansas values. At a time when our hard-won democratic system of government has been trivialized by vicious campaigns, scattergun journalism and pundits who would turn a important and serious business into a circus. I am so thrilled that the people of the 2nd Congressional District have responded to our positive campaign. Ray Thornton, of course, uh, congressman, uh, chancellor, president of the University of Arkansas, I think Arkansas and, State. And yes. Arkansas Attorney State. General. Yes. Didn't he serve on the Arkansas Supreme Court? I believe he did. I mean, that's quite the resume for Ray Thornton. Yes, it is. And he was also... And we, and we actually have a very long, in-depth interview with him on our website. And when he was a student at the University of Arkansas, I think he would sometimes perform as a musician. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. Oh, wow. I'll have to go back and okay, listen to yeah. his interview because I'm sure he talks about that. Uh, what do we go next? How about the 4th District? Okay. That's South Arkansas. Uh, and here's here we have a Republican, uh, the incumbent's Jay Dickey, and he was uh, opposed by a Democrat. He was a state senator, uh, Jay Bradford, and Jay Dickey handily won that one. We've got some work to do. I know it's exciting, and, and this, this job is over for campaigning, but we got to start the job of bringing people together and getting the most out of government as we can without it being obtrusive and controlling our lives. I've got my family here with me. I don't know if you all can see them, but, but they're supporting me, and I love them. Uh, and, and, and they, I look to these kids and say this is what we need to do for America is to take care of their interests and so that they will have some, some hope. But I am so excited right now and relieved that, that, <laughs> that, that, that this is over. All right, so there's a Republican win. Now. Oh, there's another Republican win. Right, because as blue as Arkansas ever got, the third district never was blue. Never. 
John Paul Hammerschmidt right. in office sh- forever. Okay, let's – no, we can't say never because before John Paul Hammerschmidt in the first half of the 20th century. But yes. in living memory, it's yes, been read. that's true. And uh, he uh, – Tim Hutchinson uh, retained his seat. He was uh, – uh, and it was actually such a, a sound – when he it was the first race called yeah. for the night it was it was over really early it was kind of called saturday i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean yeah the maybe third so. district <laughs> yeah that, okay yeah we knew that was coming right uh so the big race was jim guy tucker and sheffield nelson for governor and they had debated mm-hmm. uh, here up here yeah. yes and it was carried live by ktv moderated um so uh, let's hear from Jim Guy Tucker. I want to thank, uh, first of all, the voters of the state of Arkansas. I've had a lot of folks come up and uh, say this evening, members of the press, uh, how do you explain this race? Uh, you're a Democrat. You're an incumbent. Uh, you were close to Clinton. Uh, you were. Uh, you were. You were attacked by Whitewater folks in Washington and here locally. Uh, Not only that, you supported a truly worthwhile tax in this state, the Medicaid tax. And they say, "How how how do you explain winning under those circumstances? Well, the explanation is very simple. This is not a race where the credit goes to the victor in the form of the candidate. This is a race where every bit of the credit goes to the voters of the state of Arkansas who have once more demonstrated their ability to buck the tide, to look carefully at issues, to know the people who are running for office, to listen to them, and to do as they have done time and time and time again and that is vote for the future of this state when they cast their vote. Jim Guy Tucker, who had become governor when Bill Clinton went to the White House, is reelected. Of course, he doesn't finish that term. That's true. And that's why this next race yeah. is so significant in hindsight. But uh, the, the live shot you're about to hear, uh, when the reporter Tom Ryan uh, went on, I sort of cringed. Uh, and you'll you'll hear why, but it ended up being so true. The lieutenant governor's race is notorious around the state for really being on the back burner, but this could very well turn out to be the most important uh, vote for our Kansans for two reasons, really. The uh, jury is still out on the health of Governor Jim Guy Tucker, although he told us just two days ago that he has not felt this good in 15 years. But, of course, when you have a million dollars sunk into a campaign, that's pretty much going to be the canned answer. Uh, second of all, se- second of all, um, he could very well get indicted. Now, of course, we're speculating here, but this is, is a race that a lieutenant governor could very well step up and not just secede or take the governor chair for two, three days while the governor is out of state, but could very well take it over for quite some time. Of course, that's purely speculation on this point. But Mike, how do you feel right now? Well, I tell you what, after uh, three straight years of campaigning, I'm the one who's worried about my health, after all. Uh, uh, (laughs) There may be a greater worry about that. 
But, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to speculate on that, but I do think that the people of Arkansas voted for someone rather than against someone in this race. And uh, we gave them every reason to do that, uh, having served, I think, uh, responsibly. And uh, it's, it's a very exciting thing to see the people of Arkansas come forward in an election like this and give you their confidence, especially with what appears to be on the way toward a record number for a Republican in a statewide race. And I'm just mighty grateful to some wonderful supporters. We'll still wait and see how the rest of the results come in, but it sure looks good early. People that was pretty funny. Yes, it was. <laughs> People will often say the lieutenant governor's race doesn't matter. Right. Well, guess what? It does. Yes, especially in this case. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom even alluded to that yeah. and, and the reasons why. And both those cases were true. Um, Jim Guy Tucker was indicted. He did have failing health. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that ended up being uh, kind of a gem. <laughs> yeah. So Mike Huckabee becomes lieutenant governor. And later, uh, two years later, governor. Right. Then yeah. re-elected. Re-elected. Re- yeah. So yeah. 10 years yeah. in office. Yeah. So since we were going all night long, uh, there were there was time to fill because you, you never did know when Sheffield Nelson was going to come out and concede. And uh, you never knew who was going to come up when. So we had uh, a lot of commentary that night. We heard from uh, Paul Greenberg. Uh, from our, the Democrat Gazette. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, and he talked, since he was with the Pine Bluff commercial, he talked a lot about, you know, South Arkansas and the 4th District. So was he still with the Pine Bluff commercial in 94? No. No, he had been, yeah, he was at, yeah. yeah. He was at, he but was, since he had been at the Pine Bluff commercial. Right, right. right. And uh, we had a pollster named Ernie Oakleaf. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, who, who added a lot to that. But we also, from the Democrat Gazette newsroom, we had John Brummett. And uh, he talked in this, in this portion about the national sweep by the Republicans, but how it compared to Arkansas votes. And this, and this night, when the Republicans apparently uh, have swept uh, the House uh, and the Senate, uh, the anti-incumbent uh, uh, fever is enormous, anti-government fever is enormous. Here in Arkansas, we've uh, re-elected, uh, uh, well, we've not re-elected, but we've continued our governor, and we've uh, ratified a, a tax. It's, uh, Arkansas voters are quite peculiar sometimes, uh, sometimes refreshingly so. Wow. John Brummett, 27 years ago tonight, talking about national and state, which he still does. Yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah he, he comes up here a lot yeah. and speaks. But the tax he was talking about in there, they called it the soda pop tax, mm-hmm. and it was to fund Medicare. It was really pushed by Governor Tucker, and the bottlers put in a lot of money to try to get it defeated. It, it passed. Yeah. So uh, that, that was uh, a feather in the cap for the governor at that time. Uh, we also had on the set with us uh, the Republican former Governor Frank White and the former Democratic Party chair uh, Skip Rutherford, hmm. who has been dean of the Clinton School. So they would kind of do a point counterpoint, and it's interesting to hear what they have to say uh, here. Nationally, we're seeing a Republican trend, but that's not coming into play here in Arkansas. Doesn't seem to be at all. I mean, we, we are seeing a Republican trend across the country. Um, but here in Arkansas, it looks like uh, very much the same. All the favorites uh, tend to be winning. And uh, uh, 
Uh, Arkansans are exercising their independence by voting overwhelmingly for Jim Guy Tucker and at the same time voting overwhelmingly for Mike Huckabee. It's an independent state, always has been and always will be. Except in well, I think, uh, oh, go ahead, let, me, let me say this. I, I go back to 1980 uh, uh, when I ran that statewide race and, and won uh, uh, in a huge upset. Uh, and there were 30 counties where I didn't get a vote in 1980, and then I won in the general, in the primary. And so the Republican Party was in its infancy. Uh, I think we had three people in the legislature that were Republicans at that time. We have seen tremendous growth. Uh, I think... Uh, you know, to Sheffield Nelson's credit, he's been a great source of financing uh, to help build the Republican Party. We've got more candidates on the ballot this year than ever before. Uh, I think Tim Hutchinson, Jay Dickey uh, coming back and winning, and certainly Mike Huckabee has to be one of uh, the stars that's on the horizon of the Republican Party. Skip Rutherford and uh, former Arkansas Governor Frank White. I've always wanted to ask this question, Randy. Did you, did you pay the folks who came on as commentator, as an no. analyst? No. No. You just ask them if they come on? Mm-hmm. Yes. Holy cow. Well, they were usually there sure. to, to promote sure. their newspaper or mm-hmm. their the party. political, right. Yes. And they, they love doing it. So. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I love doing this. I. <laughs> And the pay is well the same. Put. Well put. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Touche, Mr. Dixon. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. So they, they were there talking about uh, the, the – Skip was saying that the Democrat state mm-hmm. and uh, Frank White was talking about how the Republican Party was in its infancy and starting to grow. So um, – that's that's the phenomenon of going from blue to red. Right. Well, we've been working for the past few months with John Davis, who's associate professor of political science at UA Monticello, and he's been working on a book about the state going from blue to red. And he's been conducting interviews with our cameras uh, for several months now, uh, interviewing uh, prominent political figures here in the state. So I got on the phone with him and asked him about the significance of this 94 election to the Republican Party. The 1990s and the 1994 election, for that matter, uh, in, for the GOP in Arkansas, did not result in a large-scale breakdown of the Democratic stronghold in the state. But this particular cycle and the decade as a whole led to a more competitive Republican Party that was slowly becoming a more palatable political brand among Arkansas voters who, with exception of Carter and Clinton, had up to that point been favoring Republican presidential candidates uh, for the most part for a few decades. But they had not yet really fully bought into the Republican Party, uh, which is becoming more and more unusual when we compare Arkansas uh, and the partisan balances of the neighboring states at that time. Uh, However, the 94 midterm elections in the 1990s overall uh, it, it's my review in this. It's clear to see that this is where the GOP in Arkansas plants seeds that bear fruit over a decade later. Now, he's got he, you said he's working on this book. Yes, it'll be out. Uh, we're not sure when okay. it'll be out, but uh, when it's released, um, it's, I think it's going to the publisher this, this summer. And when it's released, uh, we will have on our website all of the interviews, the complete interviews that he did in the research for his book. 
Excellent. And I want to give a shout out to Janine Perry, who has got, who has done a prior center presents presents yes. a discussion about this same uh, thing. Exactly. Blue to red. And I'll mention that she's on our show tomorrow talking about the Arkansas poll with Daniel Carruth. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 27 years ago. You know what? Nobody who won that night is still in office. I didn't think about that. Right? I mean, Jay Dickey isn't. No. Blanche Lambert Lincoln isn't. Jim Guy Tucker isn't. Mike Huckabee isn't. I mean, three decades. I guess that's not a surprise. I guess not. But. I'm not in TV anymore. What does that say about me? I'm still here doing <laughs> I was doing Ozark so large then, and I'm still doing it now. Job security. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> Randy Dixon is with the David and Barbara Pryor Center for Arkansas Oral and Visual History with us almost every Monday going back through archives. Going to do it again next week? Absolutely. It's too much fun.